It is now 8 a.m. And you're tuned to the Business Rundown with your host, Chad Kraft. Business, marketing, side hustles, and so much more. Grab your coffee and enjoy. You know, a lot of business owners have no idea where to start when it comes to building their business, growing their business, marketing their business, or really anything in between. This show is uh, to combat the uninformed or unprepared entrepreneur and anybody who wants to start a business we are there for you i am your host chad craft and this is the business rundown i am a certified referral trainer i am a personal brand strategist and i'm the founder of emphasis a marketing and website agency right here in central florida that helps turn browsers into buyers with our one day website accelerator we've got a great show for you today we have will craddock with advanced indoor remediators in the studio he is going to be talking to us about how he built his business uh, problems he solves for his customers and he will also be uh, answering any questions that happen to come in, if you call or text 321-339-1055. Um, if you do text, um, just include your name in that text message so we know who it is asking that question. Um, and you can also add what city you're from so that we can uh, communicate with you and be able to give you a little shout-out on the air. So there are a lot of a lot of questions people have, especially business owners, about social media. Can I make money on social media? Is there uh, is that the best way to to get clients? Um, so I'll answer both. The first one: Can you make money on social media? Of course. Is it the best way? No. Uh, and I might be a little biased. I hate social media. But so everybody's much. on social media, so we're all like, hey, if we can make a buck or two from it, tell us how. <laughs> so exactly. There is ways. There are ways to make money on social media. And um, basically, I, I'm trying to think. There's several steps. So we're just going to go down one by one, and then at the end, we'll know how many steps there are. I think the first step is knowing your audience, being able to identify who you are talking to. So, uh, for example, I talk to business owners or people aspiring to business owners. Um, Heather, who who's your audience? Um, I <laughs> uh, probably moms. Moms. Yeah. Um, at least with my TikTok audience, with mm-hmm. Facebook, it's more family and old friends. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. But see, so you know who it is, and. I didn't completely stump you, so I'm kind of upset about that. So I will try to stump you later um, to see if there's anything that you're not prepared with. Because if you're prepared with every little thing, you should be making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, that's not happening. So what am I doing wrong? Maybe that's not my audience. Like maybe that's who I'm catering to, but they're not the Mm -hmm. ones who are following Mm -hmm. me. Well, here I'll, I'll skip a couple. I'll skip a couple steps and talk about monetization. Because the biggest thing about being able to make money on social media is having a product or service to offer people. Or um, like with with our show here, you could also do ads or affiliates. So people could pay you to talk about their brand. They could uh, give you a commission whenever you bring sales in. Um, the key to that is 
finding products or services or companies that align with your audience. You want to find people who, you know, for, for you, Heather, are looking for um, to connect with moms. So if they have a product for busy moms or, um, you know, anyone who just needs help getting time back, anything like that, um, that's that would be a good sponsor or a good um, affiliate partner. But the other thing is that they expect you to already have a following before they invest in you. So it's a balance. So what's interesting about that is that, especially now in 2021, it's the age of the the micro-influencer. So it's not necessarily, they're not looking for somebody with millions of followers. They're looking for somebody with thousands of followers who has a specific target because millions of followers, usually it's scattered. It's not a, a direct, clear audience. They're not all right. fitting in a certain demographic. But with uh, one... Maybe you know, there's more of a connection, like mm-hmm. a personalization, like mm-hmm. friendship with a smaller audience. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a book out there. Um, I'm trying to remember who the author is, but it's called 1,000 True Fans. And so if you have 1,000 true fans over 10 million followers... You're going to be more valuable than the person with 10 million followers that I don't know. 50% are bots. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> so it's, you know, it's a, a tough thing because all advertisers or, well, and so this is advertisers or sponsors. All they want to see is that you have an engaging audience. So if you have high engagement, you're golden because you could have a million, a million uh, followers and get 100 likes per photo. That's a terrible engagement rate. You don't want that. You want to make sure that um, people are engaging with you. So, for example, how many people are are watching right now? Eight. Okay. (laughs) But how many comments do you have? Oh, I have no idea. They've been talking all morning. (laughs) So, see, that's a lot of engagement. So, even with a um, a few people watching, you have a decent amount of engagement. Um. And something for that that might be better is if you're just getting started out is using affiliates. So signing up, like you could literally Google affiliate programs and find some um, affiliate or companies that fit with you and just mention those. And you could possibly get, you know, a So give them free advertising first and then hope that they decide they want to pay you? Yeah, well, and as, as affiliates... With you giving them their advertisement, so uh, for example, and I'm gonna plug one of our affiliates right now, is uh, we have an affiliate called Phone Sites, and uh, with Phone Sites, you know, we create our fast or our lead generating landing pages fast. Um, you can literally do it on your phone, um, and the website to go there is bestwaytogetleads.com. And so, if you actually go to Best Way to Get Leads, so I'm giving away my secrets to everybody. But if you go to Best Way to Get Leads, you'll see that it redirects to phonesites.com slash like affiliate ID 2991. So it's showing that, hey, this is, I'm an affiliate for phone sites. If you sign up for phone sites, I get a, um, I get a, a commission or, or something um, from you signing up. So it's uh, also a way to make it appear like you have more, um, like a brand deal so that whenever you go and get brand deals, you're able to use that as like a success story. So you get a dashboard with affiliates saying, Oh, I have this amount of like, I've closed this amount of sales from mentioning this. Um, and you can show that to 
a sponsor, a potential sponsor, and say, look, we've, so for me, it's like, hey, look, we've got, uh, we get 30 sales for phone sites a month. Um, being on this show is a good idea. Some Something along those lines. Okay. Um, but you could also create your own products or services or, I mean, or crafts or, like, it could be literally anything. Uh, so a lot of, you know, a lot of people know that whenever I first started my business, I was 14 years old and it was a joke website. And I, um, <laughs> I sold. That's so awesome. It, it, it was awesome. And sometimes I'm like, I should revive it and bring it back. Um, like, you got to think that's how some of these started out, like Fark mm -hmm. and The Onion. I mean, yeah, you should revive it. Let's yeah. see where it can go. <laughs> Bring it back. Uh, it was called irkdirk.com, so it wasn't as, as catchy as The Onion or easy to spell because I'd have to, to spell it out every time. But um, but with that, we, we sold ads on the website, and I sold an ad a week after the website took off, and you know how many people have visited that website? Me and three of my friends. That's it. But we sold it. We sold an ad with the, you know, because I positioned it as um, a, the, a clean joke website, a joke website for kids. Okay. Because um, every time I would tell a joke at the table, my mom would get really mad at me and be like, "Are there any clean jokes on the internet?" <laughs> and my and my answer was, "No." There are not. You were that kid. You might um, be my kid. So, <laughs> perhaps. Um, so, it's really just finding finding a, a a area to go and creating creating your own demand. So my hook with ads on that website was, hey, parents are going to check this website to make sure it's safe for their kids. So if you put your ad here, the parent who needs your products or services. Oh, will, that is good. Yeah, and whether or not like that actually happened or not, because I didn't know how to how to track or how to track analytics back then, and I think analytics were a pretty new thing back then. But um, so, as a fourteen-year-old, how many advertising companies did you have on your website? So um, we started out with two. So like within one month of the website being up, we had two companies. And then by the end, um, at any one time, there were 10 businesses advertising with us. So what were you making a month? Um, not a lot. <laughs> like, because I was selling so that the ads. So that like 10 bucks? No, or? no, no. Um, it was five per person. So up to $50 um, a month. A month. Mm -hmm. That's not so bad for a 14-year-old. No. I mean, you're not sitting there no. mowing yards and getting sweaty. Well, I was doing that too, but. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, okay. no, it was it was a, a a good way to do it, and it sparked what is now you know my business right um, through several iterations. But your um, passion started at step one. Yeah, so that's what makes you the expert. So yeah, and it's all just creating a a version of of that product. So it could be for me, it was a website with ads. Um, it could be literally you know anything. Um, it could be services. So in the studio right now, we have Will Craddock with Advanced Indoor Remediators, and they provide services to homeowners. Um, basically, you know, if you ever walk into your kitchen and um, you hear splashes, uh, that means you're flooded. Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, and Will and his team can come out. So even as a, a solopreneur or somebody on social media, uh, even you know if you're just posting social on social media on weekends, you can use 
services. You can say, hey, I'll, I'll walk your dog. Oh, hey, I can uh, do this, that, and the other. You know, just provide services to your audience, um, and that'll be the fastest way um, to monetization for that platform. And I'm going to run through a couple other um, quick things to think about social media is one, if nobody's there, nobody's going to buy. So you have to tell people about your handles. You have to say, hey, follow me at Business Rundown on, on Facebook and Instagram or at Biz Rundown on Twitter. Um, or else they're not going to have any idea who or you are. Or emphasis on TikTok with yes, an I. Or emphasis, emphasis with an I. <laughs> on TikTok. Um, which uh, I have no idea what's happening there. I I have a 19-year-old who works <laughs> for me. and uh, he, He's got it under control. Yeah, even he, to the teenagers. He, he posts stuff. Sometimes it shows up on, on Instagram. But when we come back, we're going to be talking to Will Craddock with Advanced Indoor Remediators learning about their company, what they do, um, how they do it, and how he has built a successful business. And um, whenever we come back, we'll also answer any of your questions that you may have about marketing business. Just text them to 321-339-1055. You're listening to the Business Rundown on Florida Man Radio, 660 AM, 105.5. FM. We'll be right back. And now, more of the Business Rundown with Chad Kraft. Welcome back to the Business Rundown. You are listening to Florida Man Radio, 660 AM, 105.5 FM. And right now, I have a special guest in the studio. It's William Craddock with Advanced Indoor Remediators, based right here in Central Florida. Hey, Will. Hey, how are you doing this morning, Chad? Uh, Doing so well. So glad to have you in here. And if you do have questions for Will about, hey, why is this water in my in my floor on my floor? Um, There's there's mold everywhere. What do I do about it? Uh, Call or text three two one three three nine one zero five five. If you do text, please include your name in that message uh, so that we can address you directly. Um, so, Will, tell me about how you got into this business, what what made you decide to get into this business, and um, uh, what what makes you crazy enough to stay in this business? I actually want to start with a joke based upon what you said. If you walk into your kitchen and there's water, the first thing I would do is find your children and make sure they're not the ones who are guilty of doing it. They're totally guilty. Yeah, mine have done it. <laughs> my, mine have tried to flood my house three times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think well I would I would say I'm probably the one guilty of it if it's in my house but um, yeah so so over to the question I mean, as, not me so over to the question as far as with regards to getting into the industry most people in our industry if you ask we kind of fall into it it's not something that we choose as a career path per se it kind of just happens yeah yeah so what happened was when I was in college I met a gentleman um, who gave me an opportunity to be an industrial hygienist. So the industrial hygienist is the consulting or the scientific part of our industry. And then you have the, what do you call it? The brawn side of it. So you basically have the muscle, the side that actually does the work. And so all of my formal education being in the built environment, that's, I could just kind of gravitated back towards it. And that's where I also have a lot of uh, practical applications. So I took the consulting knowledge and the contracting knowledge, and I basically have melded them together, built a network. That's a hugest. I mean, that's probably the the biggest part I would say 
is most important with anything is building a network. Mm -hmm. And you know that, you know, anybody who has done business for an extended period of time, I mean, you're going to get most of your customers, repeat business, new business from referrals mm -hmm. over any dollar you would ever throw out there or throw it, throw at the wall. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when it comes to building your network, because, uh, you know, a lot of people haven't haven't done that. So what are a couple steps or tips you would give to them to to first build their network if they're starting from nothing? You know, they always say identify your target market. Everybody's my target market <laughs> because I'm in an emergency service-based business. And seriously, when it comes to water restoration, which is, you know, what we're talking about specifically today, you need us on an emergency basis. You don't need me all the time. You need so me. So people who own homes. Correct. Correct. People who own homes, uh, businesses. We've, we've done a lot of stuff with businesses. We also do work for local hospitals and healthcare, and we also do work for the federal government. So again, these are emergency-based situations. Quite literally everyone. Yes, yeah. exactly. Quite literally <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Except renters. This is true, but that's because <laughs> of the way the state of Florida is as far as regards to renters. <laughs> so I have more knowledge about all of these things, and it's funny that, you know, you you pick up little items here and there. And I have a wonderful set of mentors as well, mm -hmm. which for me, it's kind of a combination of mentors as well as networking. <clears throat> and one of my mentors early on when I was about 17 or 18 years old, he told me, he said, never stop networking, mm -hmm. never stop growing oh, yeah. the people that you know. So even mm -hmm. if you have a target market, I don't think that that's, you know, all of it. I think the other part of it is, is knowing some of the people mm -hmm. or for instance, like if I, I met you at a networking event mm -hmm. and you've got two or three people that you think would be a great introduction for me based upon what I do. Well, had I not gone to that networking event, I may have never met, I may have never met those three people you wanted to introduce me mm -hmm. to had I not met you. Oh yeah. And so I, I think that as far as networking, it's just a matter of meeting new people, period. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. Getting out there, putting yourself out there, meeting new people, going to events, doing things that other people are not willing to do. And I really think that that separates the people who truly get to where they want to go is a <clears throat> building a network, helping other people achieve success, and then doing things that other people are not willing to do. I can't begin to tell you that in the beginning, there were several days of 20 hour days, mm -hmm. little sleep. Uh, I had a couple of 36 and 40 hour days, if that makes any sense. If you're a parent, you know what that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. I knew. <laughs> um, you know, so it's it's kind of a culmination of things. You know, it's not just one thing that you do that helps you build what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, having the mentors that I've had and that I still have. Even to this day, I still have mentors. Mm -hmm. And these are people who have many more years of life experience, you know, and they've traversed through some of these business aspects. And so you go to them and you ask them questions, you know, because the thing is, is that none of us know everything, but we probably know somebody who knows more than we do mm -hmm. or somebody who's already traversed the land that we're traversing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times you can avoid making what they call big mistakes or pitfalls by being able to, again, starting with networking. A lot of my mentors that I've met throughout the years came from networking. Mm 
mm-hmm. and just showing up to events. Um, I've been to a whole host of different events, even some of the ones that were just, you know, one of those things where you're out there meeting the community, you know, mm-hmm. doing community service or meeting the community. Those are ways that I've networked with people before. Uh, Habitat for Humanity is one of the charities that I believe in just because of A, I've been in construction for so long, but B, everybody's got to have a place to live, mm-hmm. you know, and for me, that was a place that I also met a lot of people, you know, so I don't think that there's one specific way to grow your network. It's just a matter of doing it. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. No, I like that. I, um, I like to say, um, well, and it's, it's a, it's a borrowed idea. Um, but you should have five networks. One should be a, a closed network, like a referral network where there's only one person for one seat. So, um, you got like your, your BNIs and that's, that's how I, that's how I met you will. And, uh, there's like some other groups, different leads groups through chambers of commerce. Then you have your open networking group, which is your chamber. There can be a million water restoration companies in the chamber of commerce. No big deal. You just got to work the room. You got to make those connections. Uh, third would be a community outreach group or a charity. So doing something for the community. Um, four is a social club. So something that isn't work related. That's just fun. And gosh darn it, I forgot the fifth one. Isn't that just embarrassing? Well, the fifth one might come to you later in the show if I if I remember. But just think of those four. But um, and you really only need one of each. You don't need to have. Uh, you don't need to belong to ten different chambers of commerce because then you're gonna you're gonna dilute your focus, right? And uh, a mentor of mine, Rory Vaden, says if you have diluted focus, you'll get diluted results. And you don't want diluted results. You want to have the best results possible. Um, so uh, before we jump into, you know, what would be, uh, my question would be, what would be a good referral for you? Would be, uh, tell me about your experience building a team. Because I know you have a, a, a pretty decent sized team uh, of some good performing people. So tell me what that journey was building that team. You want the truth or a really good lie? Both. <laughs> yeah. Both. So, so let, let's start with a really good lie and a really then good end lie. with the truth. It is the easiest thing in the world just to find people who are willing to do a job that requires sacrifice and manual labor. It's the easiest thing in the world. And 48 hours a day. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and everybody's willing to stand toe-to-toe and elbow-to-elbow with you whenever you're working a 40-hour day. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Feel so alive. So there you have it. Building a team is simple. <laughs> no, no problems. Just, just do it. All you have to do is just go out and say, "I'm hiring," and the best candidate will be the first one who drops an application in. <laughs> is that how it goes? I <laughs> wish. <laughs> All right. I would have been retired a long time ago if it was that easy. <laughs> so how's it really go? how's it really go how's it really go so the way it really goes is because of the school of thought that i came from i come from more of a prior to my generation because i have a lot of influence from my grandparents and so in the beginning i tried to be trusting of people 
to give them the opportunity. And then when they failed, reevaluate, reassess, and then try again. And so it was one of those scenarios where it's kind of a trial by fire in the beginning. But then when you get a little better at your craft, you start to realize what people actually fit the mold a little better than others. And then, like I said, just testing people, you know, Mm -hmm. who answers the phone at three o'clock in the morning when somebody's house is flooded. Those are the people you know that are going to be there. Mm -hmm. And I can say that I've only ever had five people who were that committed. Everybody else tells you they're committed, but until that phone rings at that time and you're trying to call them, you're not going to know. It's just like with anything in life. How many true friends do you actually have? Mm -hmm. Five. Just so you know. That's a... Think about it. There's only five people that you could call at any time of the day, night, morning, or evening that would come and help you with any problem. That's deep. That's a lot. I can only think of two. (laughs) (laughs) Some people it may be less. Ouch. (laughs) Results may vary. (laughs) Exactly. But but in most people's case, it's five. There's five people. All right. Well... I, I think we scared just about everybody away from building a team. Um, but, but I know who to call if my house floods. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean. And and when I say, when you talk about those five, I think that's more from a leadership standpoint than anything. Because, you know, the thing is, is, you know, I talk to my team all the time, especially, you know, my upper managers that I regard highly. And the thing is, is that we need full-time people. Mm-hmm. We also need part-time people. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because is when you're building and growing, not everybody can or will be a full-time person. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Perfect. Not everybody wants full-time. Mm-hmm. Good point. You know, So you also have to think about that, you know, back to when you're talking about segmentation and everything like that. You just have to look at it like mm-hmm. that, you know. So you just got to find where people fit. And that's probably your best managers. And that's one of the things that I probably learned. One of the few things I learned with the four degrees that I hold is learning where people belong as far as their skill set and mm-hmm. putting them there. You know, it's just a matter of seeing it and giving them the opportunity to do it. And then also listening. Perfect. So I would say as a leader and an owner, listening is a huge thing. Perfect. All right. So before we wind up this segment, Will, tell us um, who needs your services, when they, (laughs) what the signs are besides... uh, Splash. Besides Splash. 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 Um, What the signs are that uh, they might need to call someone like you, and then where to call, what number. So... Okay, so as far as what you're looking for, look, I mean, we all have scenarios where we could have uh, wet or discolored ceiling, walls, baseboard, floors. Normally, you're going to find these more prevalent towards water fixtures, so bathrooms, kitchens, Mm -hmm. uh, those type of areas. You can find them in the roof, but that's normally, you know, a little bit further along, and that'll be more of your discoloration on your ceiling Uh, Hopefully your ceiling never caves in on you, but, you know, that would be obviously there's definitely water coming in. (laughs) But normally we say, you know, discoloration, 
uh, if you notice that again, of course, if you notice water coming out, whatever the case may be, um, and that, that's pretty much what you're looking for. If there's ever a concern, I mean, by all means, we do free consultations. We use uh, infrared thermal imaging cameras, which I can say that not all of our competition uses it, even though that technology has been out for about mm, 30 plus years now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, separating the people that you have coming out to do it with the experience part of it. Perfect. And then, of course, if you have mold, which, you know, that's pretty, most people mm-hmm. know what mold looks like. If it looks like mold, it probably is mold. Um, but again, you know, just having somebody to come out and take an assessment and look at it, a visual. Mm-hmm. And know. there's a lot of hidden mold that we don't know about that you may know. That I could go off in the rabbit hole about. Yeah. We live in Florida. We yeah. live in a subtropical environment. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have stuff in your walls and in your attic space anyways, because those are non-conditioned or unconditioned spaces. So there's always mold there because mold's outside and mold is everywhere. Okay. All right. And what's what's the number that if somebody has an emergency right now, they can call you? So if you have an emergency, you can reach us always at 407 366 Perfect. And, and what about a website or social media? Yeah, so they are at air, that's A-I-R-C-F-L.com. Social media is linked there as well. And uh, the beautiful company that built that website uh, is owned by me. so shameless plug always have to give absolutely Uh, when we come back i will talk to you about why everyone needs a personal brand you're listening to the business rundown on florida man radio network florida man radio and now more of the business rundown with chad Kraft. Welcome back to the Business Rundown on Florida Man Radio Network. And let me tell you, if you haven't done this already, go to your app store in your phone. If you have an iPhone, that is the Apple App Store. And if you have an Android phone, that is the Google App Store. And uh, if you have any other kind of phone, I don't know what to tell you. If you have a flip phone, uh, please keep your radio. Um, But download the Florida Man Radio app. You can take us with you wherever you are. Uh, You can listen to this amazing show as well as um, a lot of our other uh, Weekend Warrior shows, which is what I am now coining the term of. You can Uh, also tell Alexa, play Florida Man Radio. Ooh. Now that is is fancy. You can, uh, I don't know if you can do it with Siri as well, but you can try it. Um, and tell us how it goes. You can text us <laughs> text at 321-339-1055. Make sure you include your name and tell us how that went. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I have this belief that every single person, no matter who you are, no matter what your job is, no matter anything, that you should build a personal brand. If you look at me right now, I'm wearing a shirt that says Brand Builder because I believe it. I believe that everyone should build a personal brand. And a lot of people ask me and they say, well, why? Why should I build a personal brand? And you know, um, I could give you uh, a bunch of a bunch of answers, but my number one answer is because it's fun. Having a personal brand is like one of the best things to have because it's fun. You get to be yourself. You get to you get to grow your identity, and then you also get to make money from your personal brand. If you could say. Um, hi, my name's my name's John Doe. I feel like a little bit of an Australian accent came out there. Um, my name's John Doe, and then just by being named John Doe, you got paid for it. 
that'd be incredible. Now there are a lot of ways to to build a personal brand. Uh, you know, YouTubers are are growing a lot. Streamers, um, TikTokers. Although I don't know any any TikTokers, I don't know who would waste their time on TikTok. Um. um <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I know one. Nineteen year olds. <laughs> hey, TikTok is the place olds. to be. Twelve year olds uh, waste their time on TikTok. I'm not twelve, uh. <laughs> and it's not wasting. I mean, lots of friends here. She's networking. I'm networking. Remember we were talking about networking. I'm building my brand. Networking. See, there we go. Personal yes. brand. She's building her brand on TikTok, which is a good place to actually build um, build a brand because there's so many people who were unknown two years ago, and then TikTok came out of nowhere, and now there's people who are are famous for dancing, I guess. Um, but <laughs> I think you only have to have a thousand people following you on TikTok to be considered an affiliate or to get affiliate status, if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, you have to have a thousand to go live. It's 10,000 to make money and then like a hundred thousand and you'll start getting brand sponsors. Huh. There we go. Well, there you go. Not there yet. Working <laughs> on it. Well, I mean, you're, do you have a, over a thousand followers? Cause oh, you're yeah. live right now. Yes. Okay. Uh, how many followers do you have? Like 23,000. Oh, Wow. Nice. That's it's it's really not nice. though if you actually like follow TikTok. It's I mean it's very, very small. Yeah, actually. But how long have you been investing your time into TikTok? Oh, I've just been playing on it for the last year since quarantine. You that's, know. No, that's not bad. I mean I have zero followers on TikTok. You so. don't know that because you haven't been on and you <laughs> well, have a nineteen year old running it. You I, don't, I don't know if Emphasis has, has followers. I, I'm a boomer. I don't have uh TikTok. <laughs> Okay, boomer. You need to get um, with it because there are a lot of people. Some of my favorite people are the grandmas on here because they have so much love and information, and you know they're just they've got stories. Anyways, go back to your story. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, but you can build you can build a brand in any way using any platform, and you can have fun doing it. Like on TikTok, you can have fun building a brand, and I you know I think it. It's really good, especially if you have a job. If you have a job working for somebody else, uh, whether you love it or you hate it, start building your brand because, um, like in business, people with personal brands are more referable in um, businesses. Uh, if you're working for somebody in your career, people with personal brands are more likely to get the promotion, more likely to uh, be given extra opportunities because if you have a following outside of, you know, just your client base, your your book of business, your boss is going to see that and be like, well, hey, you may be a very valuable resource and try to use you in different ways, which will mean you're making more money. <laughs> or they may be like, you do too much TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have seen these videos of people who like have accidentally become memes. And the, there, was, there was one... Um, I will sign off forever when that happens. <laughs> there was one that she you might blow up. At she that got point, fired though. because no. because she was a meme because her boss thought that she was creating all these photos and some of them were like pretty crude and she's like I would never say that about myself. Oh my gosh, that's awful. Um, so she she ended up getting fired, but I think now she's a comedian in Las Vegas, so I think it worked pretty pretty well for Didn't her. They say there's always no such thing as bad publicity. That's that's true, right? I, I don't know. I you you can always you can always spin the story, but um I don't know. I think there are some some forms of of bad publicity. Um but I won't jump into 
to that rabbit hole because we might be here all day. Ooh, can we make a whole segment about that? Like a whole show? Bad publicity? Yes. Here, I'll write it down. So join us next week when we talk about <laughs> bad publicity. So, and then we can like go into P.T. Barnum, who, you know, was the genius at spinning bad stuff into good stuff. Like, Ooh, that's good too. Like, that's it's very valuable, actually. It is. <laughs> it, it, it's applicable in, in everything. So, um, yeah, let's. I wrote it down. We'll dive into it next week because I think it'll be really good. Um, so back off of my tangent and <laughs> into <laughs> into into building a brand. You know, when when you have a brand, you are are seen as more valuable. Um, brand Builders Group, which is a company I work with, just um, did a nationwide study about um, personal brands, and they found that. And I'm just gonna say a high percentage of number because I don't have the actual percentages in front of me are more likely to do business with a company. If people like executives in that company have a personal brand, think Amazon, think about Amazon, Tesla, Microsoft. You got, did Jeff Amazon, Bezos. did Be- Bezos, right? With yeah. Amazon. Did he have a personal brand before Amazon? Not really. Amazon built up kind of as his personal brand, okay. which is not uncommon. Because, I mean, that's my personal brand built up with emphasis before it was, you know, the, the Chad Craft show over here. Um, but and, Now he's famous. Yeah, right? So, and, and same with Elon. Like, he, he wasn't known until he sold PayPal. And so once he sold PayPal, then people were like, wait, who's this guy who just got a bunch of money out of nowhere? Uh, who's this overnight success? That's <laughs> my favorite. How can I do that? Who's who's this overnight <laughs> success? This guy this guy didn't put any hard work. He just got paid a uh, hundred and seventeen million dollars. That that's one of the things that I have to say that it's interesting to look at from a perspective when you do achieve a certain level of success, and when people critique you on that, and they don't ever see the hard work that it took to get to where you're at. They just see where you're at, and they're like, hey. You know, you're lucky or whatever the case That's may be. And I'm fair. like, hey, you weren't there working 40-hour days yep. with us. Like, yep. you, know? you should pay more taxes. Yep. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Taking this a whole nother spin. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, Continue. Uh, I, won't, I won't dive in there either. Um, Another show. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a lot of, you know, a, a lot of businesses that are our brands. Yeah, Gary Vaynerchuk has VaynerMedia. That is essentially his brand. Um Dave Ramsey has Ramsey Solutions. That's his brand. I mean, Dave Ramsey, his personal brand has a thousand people working for it. There are a thousand people who are employees of Dave Ramsey, and they go to work every day and say, "I work for a guy." Like my boss, my the company I work for is this man. That's crazy. I've never even thought of it like that. Yeah, that's and that, wow. I mean, that's what it is. Uh, there's Michael Hyatt and Company it runs pretty much the same the same way. Um, even, you know, even Brand Builders Group, even though it's called Brand Builders Group, is essentially the brand of Rory Vaden. So it's his, well, and AJ Vaden. So I'll give her the credit because she is the CEO and he's, he's the, the pretty face that they put on all the, on all the, um, the advertising. And whenever I put this video that we're recording on, uh, online and they see it, they might <laughs> be like, Hey, what are you saying? Um, but it, it's all like a personal brand and. Uh, they they even encourage people to name their personal brand something else. It could be you know Michael Hyatt and Company. So his name is Michael Hyatt, and so his brand is Michael Hyatt and Company because he's joining people together. 
Um, I think I don't think he's that big, but I think he has like a hundred people who work for him. Um, my my brand has as well. My personal brand technically just has me working for it. Um, but even my personal brand intertwined with my business, you know, we have we have five people working there, so it's still I like to think about it as it being my personal brand. Saying, look, these people are amplifying my personal brand. Um, cause even like in sales, sales pitches, they talk about this show. They talk about, uh, different avenues that we do, different, um, community outreach, um, programs that we have specifically through my personal brand, not even through the, the business. And it's, you know, it's so important to build that because if you run a business, so if, you know, Will here is saying, you know, or if somebody sees him wearing an advanced indoor remediator shirt and says, wait, are you Will Craddock? Are you that famous streamer that I know? And he'll be like, yeah. And they'll be like, oh. And then they'll do business with him. Because you will from Twitch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's I exactly. have a different handle, which we won't talk about at the moment, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the the moral of the story is, is build a personal brand. And if you are looking to learn more about building your personal brand, sign up for the free online influential personal brand summit at gobrandsummit.com. You'll learn from 30-plus people who have built their personal brands successfully. This is The Business Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Kraft. Join us next week at 8 a.m. on Sunday on the Florida Man Radio Network. We'll see you next week. Florida Man Radio.